1: we do? We came, we saw, we picked it underground
0: with Mike and Jerry. Yeah, it is Wednesday, July 3rd, 3rd, 3rd And 3rd, we're 17. minus Vanilla Joe Yeah Ooh. Oh, since we, we came between We came after Canada Day And before 4th of July Yes We will wish everybody north of the border A happy Canada Day Belated Belated, yes And we will wish everybody a happy 4th of July for tomorrow Independence Day 4th of July, Independence Day Doesn't really fucking matter don't forget what it is. Yeah, what is it? Independence. Day. Independence from what? Hmm. Now that we're talking to someone from Canada, independence from what? Uh, English colonies. British rule. Close enough. So the same fuckers that are controlling <laughs> your whole... country. Controlling? <laughs> that, are you kidding that, me?
2: That's, that's what happens. The damn you... pre- the prime minister thinks that's what he's controlling when
0: it. You don't have independence, but that's okay. So it's all right. I still like you. We're cool. Yeah, all right. You know maybe tonight's show brought to you by Partners ID at partnersid.com Go check out the new black ring they have. Sherry and I have ours, We love it. It's a good fit. Fits really good and it's 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 classy. It's classy, but it's freaking durable.
2: Oh yeah. You
0: no? Know? You know when we went <coughs> out diner. when we
2: went out for dinner, it was noticed instantly of that course. both our rings.
0: Yes, because well no, they noticed me first, then they noticed the ring, then they noticed you. Right?
2: No, 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 no. They noticed me.
0: First. Oh, is that what it was? Okay. Yes. Just, checking. I just Don't yes. know. So, it was. Okay. So tonight, we're also, this is also new, you know, because we, what Nina is what, three weeks away now? Less than three weeks? Oh, crap. Yeah. So that's coming up. Let me see. But, One, two. Yeah. Sheesh. But tonight's show is, is actually, we're going to talk about the generational gap disparity between swingers. And we have uh, our guest, as long as he can call in from the Great White North, we're going to have Dr. Ziggy call in tonight. And he's going to fill in for, for Vanilla Joe. Um we also have a new commercial we're going to air it now and get and play it for you guys it's for the uh new book by Taylor and Gabe uh entitled Sex Ex- Experience Sex Experience Yes S E X X X Experience And I'm waiting Me too I guess I have to hit it
3: Sexperiencethebook.com the book.com Swinging sex work. Porn a hot wild love story Hey sexy peeps, I'm Hot Wife Taylor Lay. I'm a swinger, an escort, and a porn star. I do it all together with my husband Gabe. We've penned a shocking tell all about our naughty experiences, or rather sex experiences. That's the title of our book S E Triple Experience. Available at Barnes & Noble iBooks and com.
0: And there you go. The book actually comes out. Oh, my God. This is so loud in my ear. The book comes out. You can buy it now. I believe they have print copies available. That, uh, yeah,
2: isn't it already in Barnes?
0: I believe it's um, on their online store. Oh, okay. But I, uh, I I was told two dates. So we have July July first is where I think now they actually were, but we originally were told August. August, 1st. yeah. But no, there's already a bunch of people that have been buying the books. They're they're, they're really looking forward to reading it and hearing about this story. So mm-hmm. we will actually have Taylor and Gabe on our show July 17th before we go. That will be our Naughty Show.
2: And they're going to be at NIN.
0: They will be at NIN. They will be there with us at the booth. Mm-hmm. I don't know where Taylor will be. Maybe she'll be under the table. I, I <laughs> <It> she'll <should> be.
2: <laughs> Gonna, gonna, Is that where you're gonna be underneath the table? We're
0: the only one, we're, the, we're the only ones Do you get a freebie a, with a six foot by six foot table like <laughs> so can fit under it <laughs> uh, so, but no, it will be. interesting we're gonna meet them. We're gonna introduce him to some of the other podcasters around. We're gonna introduce them to Mike and Holly from from um, Playboy Radio.
2: Oh, oh are we keeping you awake?
0: I'm tired. It's just a weird day today. I don't know. I'm back on my medication. I think that's what it is.
2: But, so. <laughs> <have> no comment. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> you know what? I found something of real interest for you.
0: Really? You did?
2: Is the grocery store Publix are my favorite
1: We're grocery shopping store.
2: Is a shopping is a pleasure. They have now for a limited time four different ice creams. Cookie, cookie butter cream, chocolate Cookie Quarry, Southern Banana Pudding, which I know both of you all like. Mm. Red Velvet
0: Cake. Interesting. Oh, yeah. So we should just. Damn right. See him? And and it's funny, when when did that sale start? Because when I was there, I went to public last night, didn't I? Mm hmm. Yeah. It said,
2: What's New? So it's Apparently it's got to be out already.
0: Well, I just picked the standard vanilla custard cream. No, because I, I didn't know. You didn't look appropriately. you didn't put any of that.
2: You know, and I didn't think to tell you when you said you were going. I didn't even think of it. So I won't blame you. No, because you were this you, time. You you because look this, at cause sweetie
1: sitting on her cloud of judgment, handing down life lessons to all the sinners.
0: <laughs> so therefore, you were too busy. <laughs> But you, you look like you know, I was just too better.
2: thrilled. I was just too thrilled that you actually went to the store <laughs> and, I mean, and you
0: brought me arrow bars. Well, because they didn't have the O Henry bar, and I asked, I said, Look, you need to have an arrow bar. I mean, O Henry bar, that's right. But O Henry isn't that made here in the U.S. too? So it should have been
2: no, they have it at like Trader Joe's and, and stuff, but uh, it's not your regular uh, on the shelf stuff,
0: huh? No, well, they didn't have it. They also didn't have the mint arrow bars, otherwise, I would have got you one of each. You know, I don't like them. Oh, I didn't know you didn't like
2: them. No, 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 that's our kid. Oh, well.
0: He would have been eating it.
2: Well. But you know what? Back to the ice cream thing you know, blue, um, Bluebell blue bell, Bunny, blue, bell blue balls, blue, Ball. <laughs> blue bell ice cream. Yeah, right. I mean, when you open up your, your ice cream, you know, that you pop the lid, and there's usually a plastic that you can pull over top. Well, apparently, blue bell, doesn't okay i mean you'll mangle up the lid if you open it up somewhat right okay so in texas there's a video of this girl and she's licking the top layer of bluebell ice cream closing the lid and putting it back into the freezer really yes that's messed up yep she goes in there and apparently it's gone it's racked up well, like come, a millions of views. How come there's not a seal on, on, the,
0: on the outside? You know how you they put that, that, right. that cellophane, cellophane?
2: That's what I'm saying. Like the other, you know, if you open up a plastic tub,
0: well, yeah, you, you can you, tell. Well, yeah, it has right? the cover on top of the
2: ice cream. But and, and if you open up a Publix ice cream or a Briars, it has the plastic over top.
0: Right, but they but also blue, do the cellophane that just goes over the lid. No. And around. No. You know how like when you open no. up
2: a Yeah, no, they don't do that though. But Blue Bell doesn't do any of that.
0: Well that's not safe.
2: It's not. I mean you can tell if it's been tampered with. Doesn't matter. But you, if someone it... really wants to get out to get you, they could put shit in there too. Exactly. So So we... I mean this is like the most I mean this is probably just as bad as the guy that was nude laying in the in the cheese aisle <laughs> at, at a Walmart. You know? He turned mozzarella um, in the Gouda. Yeah. So,
0: so then we should tell people, don't buy Blue Bell ice cream anymore until they fix not it. Not until they fix and get their act together. Because it's not like it's an expensive fix. It's not like it's something that's new. I mean, nope. everyone else has been doing this for years. Nope, but this is the grossest thing I've ever seen. Oh, it
2: makes me want to stay away from Blue Bell ice cream. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to tell you all,
0: but it sucks. But it's not just Publix, and that would be at any place that sells Blue Bell.
2: Oh, no, this was just, I didn't say this was at Publix. This is just some, in Texas, somebody had a video that had caught her licking the top of the ice cream. She was licking
0: The top layer. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Gross, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot to tell you, too. uh, I think it was last night was our first uh, airing of our commercial as official sponsors of the RSVP Lifestyle Network. Really? Yeah, so. I was gonna listen to the show because it was about anal sex, but I got I got tired. And I was doing <laughs> I was doing other stuff, but no you, you,
2: priorities, Mike priorities.
0: Yeah, let me let me see if I can find the. Um... All right,
2: while you're doing that, one other thing, gross, 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 gross. Yeah. In Florida, doesn't surprise me. Nope. They are potential meals, and what am I talking about? Iguanas. Oh yeah, I heard about that. The lizards can be eaten, and in Carib- some Caribbean co- countries, they are called chicken of the trees. And you know what? Now Florida has made it open season on iguanas to control the the population boom. Huh. Interesting. I mean, gross. Yeah. And apparently, I can't remember what it all what it all said about it, but I think you you cook it with the 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 skin and everything on.
0: So you get and then you no, iguano? no, and
2: then you peel it off, and you know. So I guess it's like, you know, you make a how you do a crab, right? You uh, you cook it, and then you
0: peel peel it out. Well, you don't peel a crab; you crack the shell. You have to peel it out. You don't peel shit out; you pull it out. You can peel it. What do you think
2: they have a little claws for? It's not called
0: peel. You you peel a shrimp. You don't <laughs> peel a crab. So you've been with too many guys with foreskin. That's the problem oh, here. Oh, snap. I think that's the problem because you peel that peel back, back. So you get to the actual <laughs> penis. Turtle, oh, turtle, turtle, turtle. You know, so, turtle, turtle. Hey, get a mark. Maybe you get a surprise. You may not. I don't know. <laughs> hey, we got somebody on the line. Dinner stuck in the side of that. Well, I, I don't know. I think believe that's Doctor Ziggy, but I want to.
2: Oh, okay. Hang on, Doctor. I want to tell you. you
0: that so you can listen to the RSVP uh, Talk Lifestyle Network. They do Facebook Live their show. But you can also reach them if you go to the cultureradio.com site and you're going to look up for RSVP Talk Lifestyle. If I was more prepared, I'd actually tell you when they go on. I think they go on Tuesday nights <laughs> because uh, I saw it last night, right? So, but I'm hoping. But we'll fix it by next show and, and when they're on. Misdirected. Yes. So we are on their, on their platform as they're the official sponsor of their show. Okay. So, all right. Okay. And then there's there's one more thing, but I'll do this after we get Dr. Okay, you answer and see who's there. Hello,
1: hello. So tell How me, uh, so what do you think is wrong with turtles?
0: Turtles, not all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, see, so all right. There we, you we, go. We we have our first uncircumcised penis on the air.
1: <laughs> you know, there's very 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 few circumcised penises in the world. We, the turtles, are the majority, and we have more fun, too.
0: Well, I We can you. play I the turtle on. We you can know. play the turtle
1: off. We, we can <laughs> modify the turtle. We can put ribbons on the turtle. You know, we can pull it back. We can push it forward, you know. We can
0: store a snack in there, too.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but we usually don't do that.
0: Taste that, chicken. that that's That's a
1: misconception.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we are, right. we are really happy to have you here tonight. You're you're sitting in for Vanilla Joe and oh. we're actually gonna get into a topic that, that was something that we had asked uh something of substance and since we don't usually come up with anything <laughs> of substance. So we titled the show tonight, The Generational Gap, Disparity Between Swingers, uh and then obviously our guest, Doctor Doctor Ziggy. Yeah. But before I do that, Doctor Ziggy, I, I just need to do one more thing that I have to plug. Because I promised when they called me and begged me to do it. Oh. They didn't beg me to do it, but I gotta find it now. So damn it! All right, give me a second. I gotta open up my Twitter account. Talk to oh, for a minute, a though. Oh, you're such a loser. You're so unprepared. It's tough being me. I. That's all I gotta tell you. Never
2: mind. I gotta sneeze.
0: You gotta sneeze. Oh, she's oh, sneezing. Excuse
2: me. All right. So how are you doing, though, Doctor Ziggy?
1: Oh, I'm doing great. How are you guys doing?
2: Boiling our my asses little, off. So you're
1: going to have to put up with me. I've been losing my voice now for about a couple of months now, but um hope to get it back. What are you voice. putting in your mouth? Oh. Uh, not a hell of a lot. <laughs> 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 not since <laughs> I had that endoscopy. They put me to sleep, put something down my throat. Oh, what the hell, whatever. <laughs>
0: you
2: know, By I woke op- cop- be- up, I had no
1: voice left, so. Oh
0: no, thank I, you for calling then I had an endo and a gastro to uh, colonoscopy done at the same time And the doctor said Before they, they put me out He goes, well, you know what, we only have the one We the gotta one. save
2: money <laughs> we're, we're, we're
0: just gonna wash this one and we'll use it for your mouth <laughs> Yeah,
2: we'll right? start on the bottom And move up to the top yeah, Wrong order
0: You didn't know if I'm you are supposed...
1: coming or going, right?
0: Well, exactly yeah, well, You didn't know, know if you were coming or going <laughs> You should have seen his eyes when I woke up on it Hold on I'm going to bring Christina on I believe this is Christina Hello you're on the air with Mike and Sherry and Dr. Ziggy Hey Mike and
4: Sherry Hey Dr. Ziggy How are you guys
0: Hey. Who is this
4: This She is Christina
2: Christina. She she is going to be at
0: She's the body painter She paints bodies
2: She is going to be at NIN as well Doing uh Oh, full body, right? Yeah. Shit, I'm missing
1: a lot this year. Yes, you are. Oh, you're not going to come. No, I'm having surgery about that week.
2: Ooh. Oh, I'm
1: I'm sorry sorry to hear that. Yeah, I know. So am I.
0: Well, you're very. I had
1: I had it all planned. I have a list, you know, of people, and uh, I was ready. And then they sort of sprang this up on me, so. Well, you know I will
0: go case. around and kiss all the women for you.
1: Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. You salacious I to.
1: bastard. You, you, you <laughs> take <just hit laughs> my Damn. list and, and do it twice, right?
0: The, the, of course, because I want to make sure that they're satisfied.
1: Yes, There's you. nothing wrong about Appreciate.
0: over-pleasing a woman. No, no Mike actually not.
2: just has to try it twice because you can't get it right the first time.
0: I over deliver. I'm an overachiever. Over- <laughs> I have a merit badge that <laughs> says so.
2: Okay, okay. My voice dealt with it.
0: All right. All my, I, I got I to throw this plug in. So, this is for Tom's trips, actually. And they have uh, uh, an event going on down in Hito called the Sunny Buns. It's October 5th to the 12th, 2019. They have two rooms left, and you can get them as low as 183. Per night, per night uh, Double occupancy And it's an all-inclusive event So um, Give them a call At TomStrips.com Or You know And uh, let them know That the uh, ASN Underground show sent you And get in quick And get in quick Because There's only two rooms left
2: Yeah That's hot
0: Well it's buns I got a picture Of a bunch of women's asses Oh well it's Lucky you And I think Mark Mays will be there <laughs> Yeah Yeah October 5th To the 12th 2019 Go ahead and call TomStrips.com and you can get their number online at Because, of course, again, I don't have the number. I was smart enough to do this, and I only did this for somebody else. If you want to call, call in? Call in for the show. It's 917 889
2: 3282. It's 917
0: 889
2: 3282.
0: You had to look at it again. Of course. Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> so, okay. So now back oh. to Dr. Ziggy. But Christina, thank you that you're here. Were you able to use the image I gave you?
4: Yes, actually, um, I'm super excited. I'm currently, at the very moment, working on ASN decals with my liquid latex to bring to the convention. And I actually sent you a couple of pictures. Um, oh, picture.
0: I'm scared. So you
4: can look at them now.
0: Okay. You're the best. Should I look well, at them now while we're on the air, or should I look the- <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> at them now? No, o'clock. look at them
4: now. It's, it's not the scandalous uh, ones.
0: Oh no no I wasn't even thinking that I'm just talking about Volunteering to do this So, Alright so wow. anyway we got doc- Dr. Ziggy's on now And we're going to touch bases on the generation gap The disparity between swingers And if I can get my iPad now working Stop throwing my phone on I'm just going to throw it over there We were going to talk about let's do this real quick. Uh, Of course nothing works right what are you trying to look for, the picture? I'm pulling up his email Oh, i got that No, you don't You oh, yeah, said I it to me, dumbass you. Well, never mind that, why don't we just have the experts start So, Dr. Ziggy, why don't you get us started on The generation gap disparity between swingers And we'll pull up our notes so we can start asking you questions
1: Sure um, I mean, this is a discussion that is being started I was started quite a while back um, I was coming across um, People that Consider themselves new swingers, not just necessarily in age, but most of them under 45 usually, um, people that had been in the lifestyle maybe a year, a couple of years, and that had no idea what swinging really was or had no idea about swinging that took place in the 60s, 70s, and, and 80s, and, and 90s. They had no connection whatsoever to to those individuals, so they thought of swinging as being something new and something very much connected with polyamory. Now, um, that concept, uh, I came across at different professional conferences where I presented some of my research. People would come to me and say, oh, you're talking about polyamory because there's no more swinging. And i look at them and, and, and think, what? Um, and so I try to figure out exactly where they were coming from. And what I started finding out um, by interviewing people, by going to different swingers' places and talking to different people, was that um, swinging is thought of as something that is new and part of the new sexual revolution, because I kept hearing this term um, over and over again, oh, there's a new sexual revolution. And uh, and then I thought, well, the sexual revolution, really, if you want to think in terms of the 20th century, came about in the mid-60s and sort of carried on until the late 70s. That's the period of what we call the sexual revolution. So exactly what are these people talking about? So my question was exactly that. What are the new swingers? And I know you and I, uh, Mike, we talked about this last time I was on, and we talked about the idea that you came up with a name which I thought was brilliant, which the hybrid swingers. So hybrid swingers, exactly what, what's an hybrid swinger? Right. Um, Good. You answered so my question. I start, I start passing this name around, and, and so I tested on a few people. And I said, well, what do you think about the term hybrid swingers? And um, what I was getting, basically, from the newer people, what I call the new swingers, uh, was the fact that they said, "Uh, that sounds kind of weird. But the old swingers tap onto it really quick because they said, yes, they are different from what we were in the 70s, 80s, and 90s because they look at relationships differently. They are, are much more permissive, and they don't look at swinging as something that adds on what enhances the married, quote-unquote, uh, emotional relationships, because they're right. very much open in terms of how they look at the world around them. So the, the the idea that there's a sexual revolution is very much based on the new sexual experiences that people are having. For instance, we are much more in favor of non-monogamy now than we were once upon a time. So monogamy, as such, it's losing its appeal and it's losing its connection to swinging. Now, what do you guys think?
0: Well, I'm the, I'm the one that came up with the term, so but I can see where the younger swingers don't, don't see, see it. it. No. Well, no, because what they they're never, doing now, they, they, they never did it. Went never experience, experienced. You know, it's like you know, they never dropped their keys in a in a in a. In a
1: in a bowl. In a bowl, either you know so they don't know. I don't think anybody ever did that, but that's okay. It's in the book somewhere. <laughs> we Mike, we Mike still and... do it.
0: Come on. I gotta I gotta pull a key out to see if I get to sleep with her at night. You, you, you
2: know how many keys he puts in that basket?
0: I stack the keys. <laughs> right. Because she she has a, a chastity belt that she wears that she keeps changing the, the lock. Anyway, Cause
1: no. One uh, of Go ahead. Okay, go ahead. One no, of the questions that, that we have is: So, what does sex really mean nowadays? What what do sexual experiences mean nowadays? I think are these things that are um, separate from eroticism, or is eroticism still part of the of the sexual appeal that we have towards sex? Um, I think.
0: I was gonna say I think that when you're in a relationship, monogamous, non-monogamous, it doesn't matter. But when you're with that partner that that is, you know, the the original two, let's say, you do have that eroticism that, that 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 is there because that's what that's what connects you to that's the connection, and that's what allows you to switch over to the non-monogamy. So when 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 you're in a non-monogamous relationship with other people, not necessarily the the, the original two, as we say. I, I think that there is. It's not as erotic as it is when you're with the person that you started this with. That that's just your 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 play area, your your backyard. Your you know, I don't, I don't know. What, what do you? What do you agree? I
2: don't know. I I dis, I think I disagree. Do you? Yeah. Why? I think I do. Because I, first of all, I think it's more erotic for say a guy and, and he's watching two girls or he's watching. You know they'll they'll get turned on and find it very erotic to to watch their wife with another man. Right,
0: but that's not the same as as, as the love that you may have, that actual true connection you have with your partner. Well, no, that's true. That, that's what I'm trying to divide. There's right. there's there a division. There's you know yet you, you know you're my wife, you're my girl, you're my boy, whatever, and that's that's sacred, that's still there, and it still exists within the lifestyle community. It's when you go over to the other side and you're playing with other people and your friends and you're doing other things. Yes, it probably it is erotic, it is a turn on. But I do believe that it's 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 different from the type of connection you have with your partner. And don't do that that because you keep putting wind right into the I'm sorry, I'm hot in here. I, take your you. Doctor, yeah. Yeah, I have a question. Sure.
4: Do you think that there is a difference in um and this is just from talking to people, but I've noticed a lot of the older ones seem to you know, they're married. And they started this kind of after they were married. And they'll say, mm-hmm. we, like, we decided together to try this out. And I hear a lot of the younger couples, it's, they're doing it before they're married. And it's kind of just part of, it's like an alternative to, maybe not an alternative, but it's like they're starting out in open relationships as opposed to starting out married and going into a more open relationship
1: well that that, that is yeah, true they're to they're a saying? certain extent, because i um I interviewed people in the i guess late eighties early nineties that had started off already um in swinging as they were dating, and some people that actually even got married in swingers' clubs for that matter mm-hmm. uh, so they brought that already into the relationship. But I think in terms of of a uh, of societal perspective, you are correct, because swinging added on to the relationship. It sort of de- deviated from the concept of monogamy. This was something that was naughty that you brought in that um, mm-hmm. made things more interesting, whereby nowadays our approach tends to be very much that um, people do that all the time anyway, so what's the big deal? And this is where the connection right. or, or the intersect between polyamory and swinging takes kind of a devious turn, is what I call it. Because if you, if you understand the polyamory community, which is by and large a community with many different facets, it's not all the same, and swingers by and large tend not to have a community as such because swingers are not sort of tied down to any particular protocol. They're pretty much open, and they've always been pretty much open. So they're sort of very inclusive of of the new ideology and and the new behaviors, very much like um, they still look back at the reasons why some people got into swing in the first place. And I'll give you an example. I've I've written down a couple of things which I think are interesting. Uh, Once upon a time, I did research on a thing called open marriages, very popular in the 70s and 80s and 90s. -hmm. Now, an open marriage was, was, was a situation in which a married couple decided that they could have sexual adventures outside of the, the marriage and without the other partner being present. Some of them actually even actually liked the idea that the other partner wasn't present. But they um, shared the experiences when they returned back home. And this sort of evolved mm-hmm. in what we call nowadays the hot wife. What is a hot right. wife? Uh, a hot wife, basically, is someone that's in an open marriage in which the husband, actually, his big kicks is uh, by knowing that his wife is having sex with different people. And we used to call that cuckoldry, cuckold, right? Right. Which is a term that's still mm-hmm. used. But it's far more common now than than ever was. Uh, once upon a time, people look at a cuckold at some guy that, you know, had a had a, had a pencil dick and he couldn't get it up. And that's that's how he got his kicks. Nowadays... The the concept of the hot wife is different. You know, most often these guys can perform just as well as anybody else. They can be just as big as anybody else. But the fact is that they enjoy watching the wife participate with other men. Well, it just evolved. Well, like I said, you know, some some people participate, some people don't. Um, I have a good buddy of mine, David Lee, who wrote a book about it. Um, really about basically that, the coldry. What is it? And it seems to work for people. So, um, and again, the question then comes down to the very basic question we always had about swinging. What is the difference between sex and the emotion? Where does the sex stop and the emotion starts? Uh, Do they sort of cross over? Or is the emotion strictly um reserved for the, the person in the in the couple. And what you're finding is a lot of people now saying, well you know, I mean I mean let's face it, if you're going to screw somebody, you gotta at least like the person or have some connection, right? <laughs> Can't Absolutely. be just a hole in the wall. So well, so there is an emotional I connection which is important. But it does not well. transcend does not transcend usually the relationship. Nowadays with polyamory and the and in, in a more open concept, these emotions do transcend the sex.
0: Yeah, well, do you guys I, follow I what it. I
1: mean?
0: Yeah, I do, but <laughs> I have an $8,000 sex doll in my closet that begs to differ.
1: Right, when, but just, the, point, yeah. the point is, this, this becomes really interesting, because, I mean, as a researcher, because I am first and foremost a researcher. I've been a swinger for over 28 years, but, right. I mean, first and foremost, <clears throat> I'm interested in terms of what, what happens in all of it. You know, how how does society change swinging, and how does swinging change society? Or does it?
0: Uh, uh, I think that it's – go ahead.
4: uh, When you did your research on open marriage, did you happen to read uh, Nina O'Neill's book?
1: I think it was Nina Uh, and George. uh, Nina and O'Neill's book was written in the early 70s, 1972. Yes. And yeah. their, base, their basic conclusion was that it didn't work. But when you look at the type of research they did and how they went about it, it was kind of dicey. <laughs>
4: yeah. How so? um, they had some really good points in there. I think mean, they were disappointed that they, they thought people were taking it too far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was an interesting read. I was wondering if that played a part in your research.
1: Well, one of the things that you, you have to – when you do research, research – it's very much dependent on the time you do it, how you do it, what is your bias, and what you're trying to find out. Your research question, basic research questions, uh, is what directs your research. Don't forget, the O'Neills did their research in the 70s. In, at that yeah. time, swinging was something still uh, very restricted, very new, very underground. Um, it was very hard for them to get people to to, to talk to, number one. Mm-hmm. Um so the conditions were very different, and the attitudes were very different. Societal right. attitudes today are quite different than they were in nineteen seventy two you know if yeah. you think about it, and in terms of how societies expand, mm-hmm. evolve and they and they incorporate new ideas and those ideas now become part of the 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 quote unquote the norm um right as far the as I things, know, actually, were the
4: actually they were the first, yeah.
1: Actually, there was some research that was done in 1968. Um, and then there's the book that came out, Thy Neighbor's Wife, which basically blew the lid off of swinging and started mm. the interest in swinging. When did that um, come out? That came out in 73, 74. Oh, wow. Give okay. or take. Yeah. Uh, and it was uh, it was not a novel. It was actually... Um, a, uh, a documentary book about sandstone in California, which is the, considered to be the first swingers' um, camp, I guess, or swingers' club as mm-hmm. such. Um, mm-hmm. So when you start looking back, and this is one of the things I find that a lot of the, the, the new swingers are missing, is they have no concept of the history of, of, or the evolution of swinging. They think it's something that is new and it's uh, it's uh, sort of like a liberal attitude, and this is the way we think about it now. Now, well, we've been thinking about it like this for a long time. It's not something new. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just that something that is evolving. And I'm always fascinated by the evolution of society. Why, why do I evolve? Because if I evolve, then behaviors evolve. So they're all interconnected overall. However, what I find is sometimes a little disturbing is that a lot of the newer swingers, especially the younger swingers, are bringing into swinging a lot of the concepts that are now part of the, uh, I guess, a sort of a potpourri of um, restrictions or conditions in, in, in swinging. Mm-hmm. Like in swinging, we never worried about... Consent because consent was always that you didn't actually have to ask somebody you did something that somebody didn't like they'd let you know another twenty people will let you know so there's 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 a lot of um a lot of the what I call the quasi feminist perspectives that are sort of infiltrated swinging which are not necessarily part of swing i'm not I'm not saying they're not necessarily part of the process I'm just saying that they're not necessarily part of being expressly um uh, articulated as such I right. I did a, um, a convention here in December in Niagara Falls and um, I did a presentation about about swinging, about the, uh, sexual fantasies and whatever and somebody that actually followed my presentation, the next presenter was a little upset because I never talked about consent and I went what? What do you mean talking about consent? It's part of the process Consent has always been sort of the hallmark of the kink community, the BDSM community, in which Mm -hmm. consent is explicitly expressed and agreed to by the participants. But that's a whole totally different situation. Um, uh, I also said something that got somebody very upset. I said, you know, uh, swinging is probably one of the one of the sexual social sexual contexts in which women are safer than anywhere else because. Somebody steps out of line, boy there's a price to be paid for it, and you guys been around a while. You guys know what i 'm talking about, right oh absolutely yeah, yeah so um it and uh, i've always the, the expression's always been um, that i 've always used because of this expression that was given to me by a lot of women that I interview this. This is the only place I, where I can act like a slut, not be a slut, but act like a slut, and everybody thanks me for it. Yeah, which I that was mean,
0: kind of interesting. Yeah. I think that goes both ways. I mean, as men we're sluts. we're just as much sluts as women. They just they just get the bad the bad uh, connotation for it, right? Well, then they dress more provocatively maybe.
1: Well, I, yeah, I, I dress, yeah. I dress It's, it's the idea where you can actually express your sexuality and yeah. it's it's one of the the, the very few contexts that it I have found that it really doesn't matter if you're fat, if you're skinny, or whatever. It's how you put yourself across that is going to come across as as your sexuality.
0: Exactly. People don't go around
1: well, and go, oh my God, she's so fat. No fucking way I'm going to fuck her. You know what I mean? There, there's yeah, much and then less left in the orgy room. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah,
0: I do. Completely. So some of these but, things
1: are really, really interesting. They've Always been of interest to me, and this is basically, <clears throat> my question. Um, is that a generational gap? Um, is that a disparity between new swingers and old swingers? Um, uh, I think there is. Now, oh, well, is the that a bad is, thing yeah. or is that a good thing?
0: I don't know. I, I I think it's a learning thing. I think it's something that 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 as everything evolves in life we 're coming through another another earmark where, where the, the lifestyle of the swinging community is changing. It's, it's, it's evolving itself, which is I think is a good mm-hmm. thing. but the problem I think we have right now is that and, and this is where the disparity comes in in, in, the, in the gender and the, excuse me in the generational gap is that there is some disconnect between the older swingers and the younger swingers. Now, do I believe that that gap will close in as 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 they learn more these new people coming into the lifestyle? Absolutely. but it's going to take some time for us to get there but, and you see that at places like men or 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 these cruises where you have the people that are older that have that more of a disposable income like West. right that that are going on these things and spending this money, and then you have the younger generation that's saving up really hard so they can go and it's their one time and the, and, and you do see that disparity. But I think that that's something. I was reading something today, Doctor Ziggy, about the uh, both men and women rob the cradle. So I mean, there's 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 a lot out there, and I think this will all come together as as we move forward. This is just another change, another uh, what would you call it, Cherry? Another what would be a good word? It's just we're evolving.
1: It's a progress, it's a progression. I mean, society progresses in the sense that it moves along with new ideas, incorporates new ideas, which translates into into new behaviors. Now, one of the things I find interesting is when I lived in um, in uh, in North Carolina, there was a club in Raleigh that started to do something that I found interesting, and that is they would have swingers dances for people under thirty-five.
0: So was <laughs> that was good. Swinger that dances,
1: was the key. you know. You're invited if you're under 35. Oh, okay. And and there was a club here actually in Ontario um, that I suggested this in one of the forums. I said, well, um, why don't we start having parties for people over 50? And believe me, man, that brought a lot, a lot, a lot of pushback. (laughs) What do you mean? You're going to cart people? Why do they have to be under 50? I is because there are situations now where people are saying that, well... Um we're only interested in you coming if you're under 35, or if you're under 40, or whatever it may be. So right. there's, there's a certain sense of exclusivity that is taking place, or certain you could call it discrimination, if you like, um, which I think it's interesting. Now, when you start asking people the reasons why they would agree or disagree with it, uh, one of the things I find interesting with the over-50 crowd is that music was the main concern. It's yeah, and, and Music it almost... drives us crazy.
0: It still is today, and that's something that we find uh, at, at Naughty. I'll just put it out there, because there's a big pro- – the younger crowd wants the EDM music and the older crowd doesn't. And, yeah. and, and the, you know, it, the way it's, it's, it's been the last few years, is we're catering towards the younger crowd and forgetting about the older generation that, that started all this and set this all up. So I, I think that this year there was going to be a little bit more of a mix to, to kind of bring the two together, but that that is a big problem. I mean, you know, music is. is if one you of a remember, good to I,
1: I wrote an article for the magazine a, a while back about seduction. Yes. Um, and music and seduction are connected. Um, traditionally, with the older swingers, slow music was conducive to seduction. Right. The process mm-hmm. of seduction. Um, Nowadays, I'm not so sure that seduction is as important to the younger generation as it is, as it is or as it was to the older generation, because seduction involves a lot of touching, a lot of body contact, which nowadays people call sexual harassment. Which I'm yeah. going, what? <laughs> so, um, so is there a difference in terms of seduction, and if there is, how do the new swingers go about seducing each other? Um, because people don't think this is important, but it is important. I find that, psychologically speaking, women tend to respond much more favorably to being seduced. Um, I'm not so sure if men know how to seduce women anymore.
0: Well, I, I don't think I mean, we ever really did. You know, it's it's, it's something that that I say. The I, 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 let me take this back. I I, I think that I do. And I think it has to do with how I was raised and how I was brought up by my parents. You're dealing now with a lot of generation. You know, these, these younger people are coming up out of single-parent homes. They don't have both role models in the house to tell them, well, this is how you treat a woman, son, or this is how you treat a woman. I, I think you lose that. And, and I'm not taking anything away from a single parent. I, I, they're doing their best they can. But I think that that's something you lose. And, and, and just going back a little bit again where you're talking about, well, what about seduction? I think the problem we have with the younger generation is that it's not that seduction or how they go about it has changed. Technology has come in and changed. So now we're we're seducing them with our iPhones and our iPads, and we're texting and swiping right and swiping left. That's where all that play, that foreplay, if you want to call it, is coming from. So by the time (laughs) they they meet – go ahead.
1: And and it's, it 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 is true that the technology has changed the way we we sort of interact with each other and go about it, but um, regardless, seduction is a process by one one person gets quote unquote seduced gets attracted to the other person. So you bring that attraction together. Um, uh, my wife loves movies from the 30s and 40s. Okay, mm-hmm. as you guys say in the south, bless her heart. Uh, <laughs> And she says, we know exactly what the hell that means. Um, Now, one of the things I find really interesting, and this this is something she talks about, is the fact that when you watch these movies, uh, although they're not sex movies, obviously, most of them are black and white, there's a certain sense of seduction takes place between the actors in the movie. Even if they're not um, actively seducing each other, there's a process. So my question basically is... What is, the, what is the process nowadays? Is that one? Is that basically just texting and saying, I'm sorry, I'd like to fuck you? Uh, what is it? Um, a lot
0: of it is that yeah. way, Dr. Ziggy, because they don't have to, younger people don't have time. Yeah. Everybody's on the move. Everybody's going fast. They're not taking that time to slow down and take a breath. You mentioned the old movies. I grew up watching the old movies of my aunts and my grandmother and my mom. You know, and you think about, let's think about Casablanca when they're sitting there at the plane. He's getting ready to leave, you know. It's, it, it, when, when you have a movie like that, that, that actually connects with you as a person, that mm-hmm. means something. That, and that's, that's what's lost when we, when we look so at the younger swings. goes swingers. right
1: back to my question. What is the connection we have nowadays between sex and emotions, relationships? Because that's a question that quite often gets lost, we, you know, mm-hmm. all of us talk about swinging, and we've been swinging forever, and blah blah blah. But that question is never asked anymore. You know, what is the connection? I mean, what what is the importance of the relationship to you? Or um, what it, what is erotic about the relationship? Um, is it different? Um, what is the emotional connections you have? I mean, I have a lot of friends. They're swingers. I have a lot of friends that are swingers. That I never swing with. Right. <laughs> you know, I have a lot of people that have that I've. Had sex with that sort of came and went, you know, that's basically what it is. So, but there was also a connection no somewhere along the line. Pardon?
0: Well, but you're talking about an emotional connection within, with with, with with outside of your partner?
1: No, I'm talking the emotional connection to your partner, period. Does does the way we, we look at swinging nowadays affect how we relate emotionally to our partners? That's my question.
0: See, I don't know if I could answer that for what the younger generation would, would, would say. I think that my, my my opinion, my feeling is that the emotional connection with your partner is still the glue to the foundation that allows you to be in a non-monogamous relationship. If you don't have that, there's still the trust, the, the love, the, the affection, the, the tease. If you don't have that, how can you be in a non-monogamous relationship? That's what you bring together when you go and you play with other people. But as far as playing with other people, I don't see anything there except that it's a sexual turn-on, it's an eroticism, it's a fantasy. But at the end of the day, you're going back home with that, with that person that, that you went to this party or gathering or whatever with. And that's where the emotional connection is. And that's where I think it intensifies with some people because of swinging. Now, I don't know the answer for the younger generation because, again, I think they, they're too fast. They have no time. Technology's got involved. And one of the things I find interesting,
1: and I, see, and I think you mentioned it, Mike, one of the things that was always interesting is, you know, you go out and you party and whatnot. You come home and then you have sex with your wife, with your husband, and it's good. And it's actually better than mm-hmm. what you had while you were partying because right. it's been enhanced. Um, I'm not sure if that still exists. And, and believe me, I have questions. I don't have answers. I have questions. But right. I think I'm asking questions that a lot of people don't want to ask because it makes them feel uncomfortable. But these well, are the things that I, I don't think...
0: understand. Oh, go ahead. I go was, ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I don't understand why it would be an uncomfortable question. I think it's a legitimate question that, that deserves an answer. Yeah. You know, it used to be you go to the strip club, you watch the girls get naked, you throw money, you come home, you fuck oh. your wife. You know, that that was the thing. That was the, 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 the firm owner that got you going. You know, if it's just something different. You know, and that's so kind of what see, swinging is. Is you Go ahead.
1: So what I've been doing probably in the last few years is I talk to no swingers. And I pose questions that I would pose a swinger. A, right. Have you ever thought about, um, you know, having sex with somebody else that you're attracted to? because um you're attracted to it and if everything was okay with your wife or your husband would that be okay with you? And so I'm try I'm gauging the answers from these people that are not in the lifestyle. And and what I'm finding actually in the last few years is that people are less scandalized by the question. Do you know, they're less yeah. freaked out. And right. I think that's kind of interesting. I mean, there was a question that I used to put to my classes, and I did for 30 years, uh, was a very simple question. How many people do you come across during a period of seven days that all things being equal, all things being equal, you do them? And 30 years ago, you know, the girls would go, oh, nobody. And the guys would go, I oh, 300, you know. And as the years progressed and then they passed by, those numbers started to come down. They were much more equal. Right. It, so um, there is a difference in the attitudes overall, um, but does that impact the relationship per se? And this, if you talk to polyamory people, and I have some good friends that have written probably everything there is to be written about polyamory, and we tend to agree to disagree mm-hmm. because the polyamorous are so uh, – how can I put, uh, put this um, – connected to. They're so uh, fixed on the relationship. So the sex yeah. is not important. It's the relationship. Right. So then, so I try to bring that question back to the swingers and go well, does that the importance to the relationship still exist? And if you go to Desire, if you, or if you go to any of the resorts, you find that there's a difference between the older swingers and the new swingers. And you yes. see it. You see it right mm-hmm. there. It's right in front of you. Um, and, uh, you know, like we, because we're a little older, we tend to be approached by the, I call the over 45 crowd. <laughs> right. Um, uh-huh. And I see very, very few of the over 50 or 60 crowd approaching the 20 to the, the, the 30-somethings.
0: Right. Because they well,
1: disconnect yeah. right in there. Correct. So. Oh.
0: That's the same so, reason see, why you high school teachers. There's a topic should... of
1: substance, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> See, this would have been great from the beginning. We would have put him out in the street with a clipboard. I know. You know how much data he could have got? <laughs> That's right. We're going to have to do this eventually. That's right. We're going to have to get together. Christina, did you have an opinion on what Dr. Ziggy was saying?
4: Um, not really. I find it all very fascinating. And um, I'd love to hear if there's any research on the couples that are engaged in the women versus the couples that are in polyamory. Which
1: couple seems to last longer together hmm. as a couple? Right. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. If you go on some of the websites nowadays, some of the dating websites for swingers, you start to see people advertising themselves as polyamory. That was that's you know, to me was the first indication that there was a crossover here somewhere. Very much like Once Upon a Time, there was a big crossover, which still exists between swingers and kink. Big crossover. I was going to say that, yep. But a lot of of people in kink would not mention kink in a swinger website because that was a death wish, you know. (laughs) Nobody was going to contact them. But I know a lot of people that did both, uh, and they were quite comfortable with it because they they figured that both – lifestyles were interchangeable or, or very much interconnected, per se. Now, the people do the same thing with the polyamorists. I don't know. Um, all I know is that I've been – I was assaulted once. <laughs> I mean that verbally. At a, yeah. at a conference where I presented in Washington, D.C. by these polyamorous that basically suggested that I was endorsing swinging. I said, well, right. I'm presenting my research. But, but swingers are terrible people. I'm going. What do you mean? Oh, they treat women badly. All oh, they, they they promiscuous. They have no connection to emotions. And that's when I start thinking about. Really, is that really what swinging is about? Uh, lack of connection of emotions with the the, the the actual partners or what? So there's a lot of this, there's a lot of misconceptions out there. Because people tend to adopt the the, the um, I guess the the zeitgeist or, or the guidelines of the new social mores, and they try to apply it, try to make it fit to all these different lifestyles that have been around for quite a while, and and so it poses all these questions. But I think it's important. I mean, I mean, are there any open marriages anymore? I don't know. What do you guys
0: think? <laughs> no, I believe there still are open marriages. I, 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 You're talking off off away from what you would call people a swinger. Yeah, I, I do believe that there are. I do believe that there are couples that coexist and have open marriages that are, and aren't necessarily swingers.
1: Yes, exactly. And that's very much what the O'Neills found um, because they were talking to people that um, had open marriages in the sense that the marriage existed um, but the sexual part of the marriage uh, was different for each one of the partners. They were sort, yeah. quote unquote allowed to play on their own, not necessarily together, but on their own. Right. Um, oh, it's hear. it's interesting. I mean, I, I've got the, the O'Neill's book, it's not a very big book, by the way, it's very short, oh. <laughs> but it's, it's <laughs> interesting. That's what she said. It, it's well, interesting. It far as far
0: as the
4: emotional side um, Kind of more about like being open to your partner having a different view than you and learning to like set that and like being open and then they mention with one little sentence they mention maybe they're making open to accept new sexual experiences or something like that but they talking about openness in every regard not just that. can That's you can talk to
0: your phone because uh, I'm I'm having a hard time hearing you Christina.
1: Oh, I'm sorry Let me uh... Uh, Christina If you go to my website Which I, I I don't touch in years <laughs> It's been there forever If you go to my website, com, There's all kinds of literature in there There's all kinds of different references hmm. you can follow There's some interesting stuff um, Like I said, I've not Have updated you ever heard, heard the? Thing.
4: Go ahead Have you ever heard the term um, Monogamish Yes, I know the guy
1: that did it Ah, okay. Stand <laughs> savage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh it's interesting I, I have I've actually made this comment before. It's interesting that looking at um open relationships or non monogamous relationships, uh the person that actually advertises the most is a gay guy. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, because he has. He actually has pushed it a lot, and you know, he makes people um, stand up and take a look. Uh, His show is a little on the edge, which is fine, um, but he does bring awareness to certain things. And the (laughs) monogamish something that he came up with, and I'm like. Monogamous, she's like being slightly pregnant but not quite pregnant, almost uh-huh. um, <laughs> almost being on the on the cusp of pregnancy. What yeah. is it? Because yeah. we see, and this is why I talked about the terminology, we use all these terms nowadays, right. and do we really know what they mean? Or do we really know what we mean by using those terms? Which is my right. question overall. Uh, yeah, I can no longer... You know, I can no longer write anything scientifically, quote unquote, unless I put it under the auspices of consensual non-monogamy, because if I include swinging in there, they're going to send it back to me and go, what the yeah. hell is that? So, hmm. the term consensual non-monogamy. <laughs>
0: That's and on that note, on that note, Dr. Ziggy, we want to thank you for coming on and filling in for Vanilla Joe. Not at all, I man. do. I do believe that this is a conversation that needs to go to like a part two. And, and maybe uh-huh. we'll do it again after we come back from NOLA and, and kind of recap because I know that you have a book that you're writing. And I know a lot of this research you're, you're trying to get to put into this book. And, you know, I think it's something that we should probably revisit again um, when we come back from NOLA. But I do want to thank okay. you NOLA? for taking NOLA, New Orleans. NOLA. Yeah. She, yeah, well, yeah I'm I'm just,
2: he always just says naughty.
0: Yeah, but he knows what NOLA means. By the way, I'll have
1: the Dr. Ziggy article for you either tomorrow or the day after.
0: Awesome. You're a lifesaver because, I mean, I was just telling Sherry tonight that I got to have like 98% of this magazine done before we leave.
1: Yeah. And by the way, I also done what you asked me to do with that other thing. Oh, yes. Yeah, I. Okay. Um, so, what, what would you just email me? Tell me what you want me to say in terms of okay. what, what are you looking for in terms of an evaluation, and I'll send right, it to you. Right.
0: No, I got gotcha. you. Okay. Cool. Yeah, I'll do that. One thanks later, for calling. But uh, thanks. thanks. Again. Take bye, bye, Christina. Bye, guys. Bye, Dr.
4: Ziggy. Thanks
0: for talking. Thank you, Dr. Ziggy. Okay, bye, bye. Bye, bye. We'll talk to you again soon.
2: Christina, thank you very much for calling and your input as well. We appreciate the uh, the questions and uh, thought provoking. Conversation that we always have with you guys. And <laughs> thanks
4: prior... for having me. I look forward to hearing from you guys next week.
0: Yeah. Sounds like, and man. I'll send some more we're... pictures of the. <gasps> oh, he, I showed her two, he, the he two.
2: showed me two of them. You are hot.
0: Oh no, not those pictures. Yeah, I'm then excited. You to tell her about those pictures. <laughs> those <ones.
2: laughs> no, that is so <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I can't, my, I can't my, wait. My. It's going to be fun. Yeah, I think that is just
0: superb. I think I'm going to have her put that on my butthole.
2: <laughs> she wants to go in there.
0: My, my, my third eye. <laughs>
2: I'm, <laughs> oh,
0: I'm afraid that's Lord. a service
4: I don't provide, but you can get Sherry to do that for you.
0: Oh, seriously?
2: Yeah. <laughs> Did I say that out loud?
0: I believe that everybody has a price. (laughs) (laughs) Money talks, bullshit walks. Absolutely.
4: I'm not sure you have
2: enough money for
4: that.
0: I, uh but a big I would I would sell Sherry to a slave camp for a diet coke and a and a pretzel. Yeah, exactly. On <laughs> a hot summer day. Yeah.
2: Well damn, we got the heat, so I better watch he doesn't have a pretzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: All right, so again we want to push what? the uh go ahead. We wanna just before we hang up with you, October fifth through the twelfth is the Sunny Buns over in Hito, put put on by Tom Strips. Go ahead to Tomstrips.com Bucket. They only have two rooms left. hell, they may not even have It's like 183
2: anymore. bucks double occupancy. Yeah,
0: 183 <clears throat> bucks per night. It's all inclusive. So uh, hook up with Tom Strips and uh, get those two rooms before they're gone. What else you got? I got SDC. SDC Seek Discovering Create. Ooh, isn't that amazing? And what's their site? Sdc.com. There you go.
2: <laughs> and it's the largest.
0: The world's largest yes. lifestyle education and dating site for the for swingers. Bottoming. And they teamed up with what the large like, the world's largest, largest lifestyle magazine
2: known as
0: AFM Life, Lifestyle Magazine with over three million uh, readers now. So Ha-ha. we're doing something good. Yeah, that's crazy. And oh, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter. Yes, we're we're right now at forty two fifty. We're trying to beat another podcast Pod, no well, not a podcast another lifestyle company okay and we need to at least get 4500 so if you're out there go ahead and like us on twitter and like it, like our, like. our twitter is uh asn lifestyle mag that's where you want to go and, and like us there um what about quiver quiver obviously quiver the sexual revolution quiver and asn lifestyle magazine are co-sponsoring naughty new orleans this exactly year. I just saw the um, the. Uh, what You're do you gonna call be it? on the lanyards. We're gonna be on the lanyards. I saw the uh, the demo, or whatever you call it, whatever they call it. Promo? Whatever. When they send you a sample to see what if you like it, whatever that's called, whatever. So it looks good. Looks good. A preview. Preview, demo, whatever. Preview, dumbass. <laughs> Fuck you. I know it's not a preview. <laughs> and, oh. <laughs> Follow the AS Underground Show. Okay, you're gonna do that at www.asundergroundshow.com. Those are for our archives. If you want to listen to us live, you want to go to Blog Talk Radio and look up AS Underground Show.
2: Sexy real sex doll. Yeah, you
0: almost fucked it up, and you were was looking. Look, at no, no I did not fuck
2: it up. No, no, you did tell it him, good. Tell them about December and January,
0: December, your girlfriends. December and January are my girlfriends because they don't talk back and they, 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 they don't fight you. <laughs> they, they, they don't, well, they don't have any arms or legs. They're they do. Heads. Well, there's one body that they both share.
2: Okay, but it's still two different. It's like they're bipolar. <laughs> they switch personalities or is that a real, joint pers- is that personalities. A, is
0: that a real threesome? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Can you. I don't know. I still think that that's a lot of work. To go ahead and take that thing out of that case and get it up on the bed and then position it how you want it. That, well, that, that, that's a lot of work. But, I don't have to hire someone to come in and position it for me.
2: But see, here's the thing. is You don't always have to put them back in the box when you don't have a teenager in well, the house. Well,
0: that's the thing. See, if we had a real studio, I'd have it sitting in a corner someplace. Yeah,
2: and, and the teenager wouldn't be uh, anywhere near the room. No. you locking jeans.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's this for, Sherry? Oh, it's a vagina warmer. Oh,
2: really? No, <laughs> that's what it was.
0: Mm-hmm. Remember, the US I remember the USB thing was for? Yeah,
2: what's the USB for? Yeah,
0: it's to warm the vagina for you. Hey,
2: your pussy's bugging
0: me. Yeah, Spunk Lube, the official uh, lifestyle lubricant for ASN Underground Show, ASN <laughs> Lifestyle Magazine, and ASN Extreme Lifestyle. Actually, the July issue of the Extreme just dropped. You can get extreme lifestyle dot ASN Extreme Lifestyle dot com. It is a, it is a, you do have to buy it, but it's only $5.99 and it's worth it. You have darkroom photography in there. You have Mark Spencer photography in there. You have lifestyle people that are bearing all for you for only $5.99. So go ahead and let's feed a swinger. Go ahead and buy, buy a damn magazine. Feed a swinger. <laughs> Otherwise the, the lifestyle magazine is completely free. And Make
2: sure you come and see Vanilla Joe and Mike at the ASN table in the uh, at Naughty. That's right. Uh, table's going to have a lot of goodies on there as well. Come by. Spunk Lube's going to be the there. Lube
0: Playhouse LV. Uh, that, that, uh, Darkroom Photography Online is sending stuff. And there's a few more that I, that I know that I, I should mention, but I can't remember who they are right now. But you're also <sighs> going to have uh, Gabe and Taylor. Oh, Gabe and Taylor, yes, from Sexperience the book. That's right. Get it right now, Barnes and Noble, iBooks, and at sexexperiencethebook.com There you go. Actually, we've probably should all right, folks. We're
3: out of today. here. I'm yeah, getting the hell out. We're gonna
0: play her Taylor one more time. Just hold okay, one hand. sec. Here you go, Taylor.
3: Sexperiencethebook.com, swinging sex work, porn, a hot wild love story. Hey, sexy peeps, I'm Hot Wife Taylor Lay. I'm a swinger, an escort, and a porn star. I do it all together with my husband, Gabe. We've penned a shocking tell all about our naughty experiences, or rather, sex experiences. That's the title of our book, S E Triple Experience. Available at Barnes Noble iBooks and SexSperiencedHeBook.com.
0: I think I actually said it a little bit sexier. No, oh, whatever. It's that gravel voice I got. You like that voice, don't you, Christina?
3: I
2: love it. See? <laughs> See? Oh, I
0: paid her to say that. It's all right. <laughs> hey, I can't remember. Do you like oysters?
4: Yes, uh, but I like oh. them baked. So I don't like them raw.
0: Oh no, no, I like them baked too. That's what I'm saying. You can't find baked oysters here in wherever the fuck we live. And we're, you know, they Uh, they don't cook them right.
2: No, Christina, you'll have to go with uh, Vanilla Joe and Mike to their little famous spot that they he's been drooling about for the last 51
0: weeks. One stop every place makes great baked oysters. Well, there you go. They they all make them the same way, they're perfect. You can go to freaking uh, the hotel, uh, I can't remember the name of the restaurant in the hotel, but they sell them good. You can go to Felix's. You can go to um, 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 Pat O'Brien's. They do them good. I mean, they're good. Well, they are everywhere. All right. Well, we're out of here. We're brought to you by ASN Underground Show, the ASN Lifestyle Magazine. You can book us with Golden Arts Entertainment. And with that, we're out of here. Bye, Christina. Bye, Christina. Have a good night.
4: Bye. Talk to you next week. Bye.
0: Work here is done. I'm needed elsewhere now. I'm needed wherever outlaws rule the West. Wherever innocent women and children are afraid to walk the streets, wherever a man cannot live in simple dignity, and wherever a people
1: cry out for justice. Oh shit! Oh, shit.
3: You've
0: been listening to ASN Underground with Mike and Jerry. Oh.
3: This is ASN Underground. The
1: absolute number one choice. ASN Underground.
0: This program was a production of the ASN Radio Network. Thank you for listening.